Electric Guys with your hosts, John Guthrie, Jeremy Manning, and yours truly, Max Ryan. This week, <laughs> we're going to talk about some stuff and some things. What, what episode is this? This is episode... Five? I think it's five. Yeah. Red Lamp. <laughs> I'm going to put these are... in the room and name episodes after that. Sorry we have... Um... Sorry, we've been kind of inconsistent with the episodes. We uh, we were originally shooting for every week, and then it turns out that we don't have a whole lot to talk about. Um, we're we're adults and like have kids and stuff, and I don't get a lot of time to play games. So I think the bi-weekly schedule works a little better. Some of us do, ladies. Some of us do. <laughs> I mean, I can make time for games, but I mean, I'm always talking about them. But I think I think the bi-weekly thing works better. So we, we had a lot more to talk about last episode, and I felt like it was better. And Better cue the angry fans. Cue them now. Oh, all 20 of them. All 20 of them. Release yeah. the angry fans. <laughs> so, Max, what have you been playing? I have been playing my Oculus Rift. Nobody. Oh, yeah, you got it. That's <laughs> right. Finally <laughs> showed up. And ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you that it exceeded all expectations. Um, I haven't even done a whole lot with it. I've done some VR experiences. Um, I've done little movies. I've played the two games that I got for free, which would be Lucky's Tale and then E Valkyrie. Um, Lucky's Tale is a platformer. It does no, it makes no effort to break the mold when it comes to platformers other than the fact that it is in VR. And the, my best way to explain the way that it's played Think 3D Mario games, like, think if you were playing Super Mario 64, but from the vantage point of the Locky 2. I think it would be better, better to explain it as, uh, as as the Super Mario 3D world, the new one, because it's almost the exact same camera angles that that game uses. Fair point, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also it's kind of cool because, like, Lucky, who is a little fox that's definitely a pretty decent ripoff of Tails, minus a tail, but who cares? Um, when you turn him and have him face the camera... And you lean in, like physically lean your body in to where to where your vantage point is closer and closer to him. If you get close enough to him, he does different things like make faces or he falls on his ass and giggles. It is so goddamn adorable. The game is a lot of fun. Like right. controlling the camera has never been easier than literally turning your head to the side to see what's oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. It, it, it's a great proof of concept that shows that a game doesn't have to be an immersive simulator to be a good game in VR. Right. right. But it doesn't hurt, as in Eve Valkyrie, which was incredible, and unfortunately, these two gentlemen did not get a chance to try it. Because I will, don't worry. He <laughs> will. Um, but Eve Valkyrie, I almost choked up a little bit when you're launching out of the ship, and it just it feels like you're there. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eve. I played Eve for many years, so sorry about the noise I'm eating. Um, <laughs> uh, Professionalism! Yo, eating lifesavers. <laughs> I, uh, I, I played Eve for a long time, so um, can't wait to hop into some of my favorite ships. Sure. Right. Do you feel that your love for the Oculus right now is just because it's new? 
It's partly because it's new and partly because I spend so much money to be able to enjoy it. <laughs> but I will say also, like, I tried watching Hulu. For some reason, on the Oculus Store, the only streaming service on there is Hulu, which I happen That's to have a subscription for because of the Triumph, the Insult Comic Dog uh, election special, which, side note, if you haven't watched it and you can enjoy some political humor... Go watch the damn thing. Just sign up for like a free month or whatever. Anyways, I watched like two, three minutes of Maximum Overdrive, the film, the first film ever directed by Stephen King, um, which the soundtrack was made by ACDC, um, the main track being Who Made Who. I watched that in VR on a big, giant screen. Like, I'm talking like a 200-inch screen. And look, the, the visuals are not crisp perfect. But you get it adjusted to you to your your spacing of your eyes and everything, and you know what? It's pretty damn good. And you know, I was watching like an '80s film, so who gives a shit about you know crisp, clear picture? But I can see where in the future it's going to be hard to justify buying a television, um, because also through Steam VR, which was surprisingly very easy, very very easy to set up with the Oculus, I'm able to play. Not only Steam VR games, which a lot of them require having the Vive controllers, so I was kind of limited in that, but you're able to play your Steam games. Now, it's preferable to play the ones that have full controller support, so I could just use the Xbox One controller that came with my um, Rift, but um, I got to play that on a giant curved screen. Grow Home, Jet Set Radio, I mean, that was incredible for me. Grow Home was pretty cool in VR. It really was. Um, and it's not, to be clear, when you play a game in Steam VR, it doesn't put you in the game like no, an actual VR game. You, you're, you're basically, your virtual body is sitting in front of a very large virtual monitor. Correct. And, and you're just playing the game, which sounds dumb, yeah. but it, 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 it really is quite good. And it's really well done because you have three controls at the bottom. You have the ability to recenter so I can hold my eyes... It has a little pinpoint in it, and it, you hold your eyes over the recenter until it starts the countdown, a three-second countdown. And I can turn my body completely 100 degrees, 80 degrees around, and it can recenter it. Now, what I would like to be able to do is to recenter it to where I could be laying on the bed and playing these games, and the TV's on the ceiling. I don't know if maybe I just didn't figure out how to do it or not, but that was cool. And then also you can resize the TV. There's three size selections, and you can make it curved or not. So, like, for me, I don't even want to play game, my computer games on my monitor, but a lot of them require keyboards, and I don't necessarily feel all that confident with my keyboard and mouse without being able to look down every so often. Yo, I played Ty I was good with it. I played Typing of the Dead in VR. This just, to be, just to be a smart ass. This motherfucker did. Um, yeah. See, that, would, that wouldn't be too bad to me. It would be like playing... Fallout One, no, absolutely. Because then you, then you got a. I think a game where you know, I mean, everyone. I mean, ever, anyone that's used a computer and is, and is familiar knows where the keys are. I'm just being kind of a smartass. I mean, but yeah, I don't look at my hands when I type, anyways. But when you're playing a game, and then you've got to reach over here and press V or something, and you don't yeah. have any context, like V does melee. Oh, what the fuck's V? I can't find it right now. So. <laughs> right. Right. That's interesting. Is that pretty much all you've been doing, playing on the VR? That's pretty much all the gaming I've been doing. Um, I tried playing South Park, The Stick of Truth, because I got it on like a deal with backwards compatibility on my Xbox. 
And I discovered the magic of snapping and the idea of playing a game and Skyping with somebody while you're playing it. Like, I'm sorry, but that, I mean, that, that shit's not on Sony, you know? Cause that's I mean, for sure. That's one thing I miss about my Xbox. Yeah, I agree. Because um, you remember, um, we have another buddy who's always had mad issues. And for a while, I, I didn't have internet where I lived. I, I, there was, it wasn't available. I lived in the middle of nowhere. So, um, I had to tether through my phone, and when you tether, the, the the game speeds are fine. Games work just fine. It's just, you can't use, like, party chat kind of things. The nat type's terrible, so I won't let it work, but you can Skype. So, on my Xbox, I would snap Skype into the side, and we would Skype and play games. Well, I think that's how we yeah, played Destiny right. when I first moved. Oh, yeah. We so. played a lot of Destiny. <laughs> and, then, and then we all bought PS4s and quit touching yeah. our Xboxes. And that was the end of the uh, PS4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox. I still mean. touch mine. I still love it. He it touches make, it. It yeah. makes me happy. Um, he does. I, I, at heart, I can't... I can't deny my occasional Sony hate. It's just... It's ingrained in me. We watched, we watched They Live together the other day. We did watch They Live... I'd never seen it before. Um, yeah, I was really glad that you liked that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was—it was. I mean, you know, it was corny in all the normal eighties ways, but it was—it was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good fight scene. It was a damn good fight scene. Um, so, Jeremy, um, yeah. what were your impressions of the VR? Because, I mean, you know, I was pretty dead set on it. I, I was going to enjoy it pretty much, like, without fail. I was mm-hmm. going to enjoy it. But you've been very skeptical about it. <laughs> I've been very skeptical about VR. And now that I've experienced it, um, I'm excited about where it's going. Right. Um, I don't necessarily want it right now. Now, yes, there's a part of me that... I want to save a lot of money and build a computer to do this. Right. But I kind of feel that right now, there's just nothing out there for it quite yet. Now, I, admittedly, I haven't gone looking because I don't have one. Right. I haven't seen the urge to go out and look for it. But um, I do feel that maybe two years down the road, it'll be time to invest in VR. Yeah. One, one to two years. That way, there'll be more games out there, and we will find out who's going, which VR system is going to be the better one. Because you know, we've only got Oculus out currently. As soon as those touch controllers hit, people are going to be like, "Why do I own a Vive?" Right. The Vive, a Vive is like, okay, here here are your options. Either you can spend a little bit more money, but you can have your your an actual controller that is immersed into the game, but your arms are just studs. Are, 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 um, are stubs mm-hmm. or you can buy you can spend a little bit less money right now but ultimately in a few months you're gonna have to spend a little bit more money but your hands completely will be in that virtual world you right. will be able to give somebody the finger you cannot give somebody the finger with the HTC Vive <laughs> that is why I bought a Rift now uh, what um, do we have a release date for the Rift Touch controllers um, I you know this is gonna come up in a second but I didn't watch a ton of E3 stuff. I, I suck. But I did watch a couple interviews. And multiple times, October, November was dropped by people just guessing. So mm-hmm. somebody knows. And it's probably in that window. My hope, though, is that I can get it before the end of the calendar year. My hope is that it won't be as big of a deal to produce them. It's not going to be hung up by inability to get Xbox One controllers, which was the going rumor. Um which was never confirmed, but as a pre-orderer, I do get priority to get them, so I'm hoping I can get 
um, some touch controllers by the end of the year. Um, so that that's what the going rumor is right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they look fantastic. Uh, I I am so excited. Been watching a few videos of developers messing with them. They are incredible. I mean, they are truly incredible. So I, I have a question. Um, everybody knows that you know I, I love Star Trek quite a bit, and there's this new Star Trek VR coming out. Yes, and. I got yeah, I got really super excited. I had to run around and show everybody this trailer of this was it Bridge or Bridge Crew. Star bridge, Trek Bridge Crew. Star Trek Bridge Crew is coming out. And what controller were they using there? Were they using Oculus? They, uh, they were Oculus headsets. They were using Oculus headsets, um, and they were using the touch control, I guess. I think they were using one. touch controls, yeah. Right, because they were actually able to I mean they were looking around and they were like typing on the consoles yeah. and move adjusting controls on there. So. That's sweet as fuck, and that'll make <laughs> that'll bring a whole new dimension to VR. Yeah, it really I, I is. Will, I, I'll tell you that I took off the headset at Max's house, and I looked. at He said, "What do you think?" And I didn't say much while I was playing it. I, I think they might have thought I was underwhelmed. I don't really know, but I was not. I, I was overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I know you when you're overwhelmed. You, you don't. You're speechless. <laughs> so I took it off, and Max said, "What do you think about it?" And I said, "I have to have one now." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got some other expenses I have to consider first because I have to. I have to upgrade. I have to build a whole new rig. Mine is a little a little aged for VR. So absolutely, I got to dump about two grand into making my my rig ready. But Whew. so it'll be a little while. But um, but I will. I will get it. All right. Um, I'm looking forward to what VR is going to bring. You know, right now it's cool playing the playing the Fox game. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, I would you wouldn't have caught me ever playing that game, not VR. But yeah. Playing it VR was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, I look forward to seeing what they're going to do with that. I look forward to you know even going past that, going into the future. Um, I read a book my wife recommended to me called Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was a game. It was an MMO in VR. Sure. Right. And it was, it was, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I am. You are? Okay. The, uh, it's, it's a world that has, you've got the universe from Star Trek, and then right next to it is the universe from Star Wars, and you've got Battlestar Galactica, and all the, all that stuff's going on in space, and then on, on Earth, you've got Azeroth, and you've got... Uh, Middle Earth and all that stuff. It's just this one game that you can do anything and everything. And people go to work and they actually work inside the game. They build new areas for the game and new zones and stuff. And I think something like that is going to come eventually. Yeah. You know? And oh, then man. they would they would do things like um, like watch movies in VR. But then it would be like the next step of you would play a part in that movie and you'd be seeing things through that character's eyes and you would say that character's lines and stuff. And I think stuff like that several years down the road, that's going to be a lot of fun. What I feel is that eventually this will, this technology is going to lead to the devaluation of the real world. Like why? I mean, already you see, you know, hardly anybody buys a CD, hardly anybody buys a physical book. Hardly anybody buys any anything media wise physically. <laughs> right. What about when that's applied to like our friend Ben who likes who's really into statues and stuff? Right. Why the hell buy this statue if you can just have it in virtual reality and on an incredible shelf mm-hmm. in an incredible virtual home that you can have? Well, I'm gonna be the guy that argues with you about that because you know me being the collector that I am. 
some people do like the physical media, like the, they're able to touch it, to own it, to have it on that shelf. But now with me, it's my video games. Right. With my wife, it's books. Right. But when is it, there a virtual, before virtual reality, is there a something that can replace that bookshelf on your wall? That can replace having these things. Having those games? Having them physically there. I doubt it. Because there's the joy of having, of being able to look at your shelf what about when that that the need for that physically the need for certain things in the physical world right you no longer feel that because the virtual world trumps the physical world i don't that now i'm not saying I this know. is going to happen in the next 10 years well absolutely but see i don't i don't see that happening cuz matrix illuminati I mean, we're, we're, we're getting bullshit. deep here apparently <laughs> i don't think that that's ever going to go away because i love having that collection that I can take and show to somebody and say, hey, look at this. But now, as you know, I don't read very much, but when it comes to books, right. I don't give a shit about owning a book anymore. Yeah. The virtual books, ebooks, virtual books, whatever, yeah. that's fine with me. When it comes to having like a DVD, it's just rare that I give a shit about right. owning a physical copy right. of a DVD. But now, a video game, that's different. I kind of want that. Now, my wife, she's like way about books. She right. likes to hold a book. She likes to read a book. She does read e-books. I play digitally downloaded games. Right. But she prefers sometimes to have that copy of a book. Now, when right. it comes to her games, she downloads them on her iPad. Yeah. Well, then, then my question to you then is going to be pulled from a title of one of the three episodes of... Batman the animated series that actually featured the riddle, the Riddler. Actually, that's two. What is reality? Define reality. At <laughs> what point question. can we simulate the way things feel, the way things smell, the way the certain of the exact way things look right. to where you just don't give a shit anymore? I mean, are you are you Neo? Yes, because you're yes. you're describing the Matrix. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I, I am. So, you know, but at a point, it's like, wait, well, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that it'll. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever get to that point. Right, um, but I guess it, it gets to that point. You know, like your lovely okay. government will regulate the hell out of it before we get to that. Point. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's great that I can go and I can pull that copy of Earthbound off my shelf and show it to you and say, "Look, bitch, look what I got." But then, you know, it gets to a point where. Um, you know, why bother even coming over? Because we can both put on our VR headsets and go to a virtual room. Yeah, which that's already a well, thing. It's called I think, I think, VR. I think Max's point is when is there no longer... When can I no longer tell the difference between us sitting in this room together? We yeah. record live in the same room. When, when does the difference hit when I can't tell the difference between sitting in this room with you guys... And virtually sitting in this room with you guys. I mean, I've heard that's getting up in the holodeck levels. Well, or, or not even necessarily <laughs> not being able to tell the difference. But, I mean, what if we could hang out in, you know, I guess the I'll great dining it. hall of Hyrule Castle and have this well, conversation? There you go. Would you rather do that or sit in, in John's living room? You know, honestly, yeah, as much as I love John, I mean, my I dog, my really, dog's been licking your arm pretty heavy. Over <laughs> I think yeah, that's more appealing. You know, like, hey guys, you want to go see the new Warcraft movie? Okay, we put on our VR headsets, and then we all go to a theater. Yeah, and you know, a virtual theater, and we sit there and watch the movie. Yeah. you know, and, and we're always seven hundred pounds, and it's Wally level. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see. At, we'll see. At this point, we would all be drinking Soylent three point oh or four point oh, uh-huh. and just you'd get all of your nutrients from that. So we're back to the. Matrix. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Basically, except it's not force-fed into you. Yeah, I, I like to think it's a mixture of that and Soylent Green minus. You know my, what? I just remembered y'all minus, never seen minus, that movie. Minus so. the people. Well, Jeremy's never seen that movie. So, yeah. I'm thinking about Mother's Milk for anybody who gets that reference. But anyway. Hey, Jeremy. What's so, you, what you been doing? Firefly, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you say Mother's Milk or Mother's? Mother's. Oh. Mother's Milk. Just I just, watch, just, watch I just assumed your shitty accent was like fucking up your words or something. No, no. It's not that bad yet. Um... I haven't really been playing a lot lately. Um, I got tied up in going to a convention, which was entertaining. Uh, so I spent a weekend with a bunch of nerds. Yeah, where at? Uh, it was in Birmingham, the Birmingham area, and uh, it was a lot, yeah, it was, not really. It's you know about an hour from here. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, but it was a lot of fun. You know, we got to walk around, be nerds for a while, and. Um, my only problem with the convention was the the peace binding issue that they had there. The what? Yeah, that drove me up the wall. What, you what is it now? Okay, so listen, it conventions. Uh, like one I go to every year is a huge one in Atlanta called Dragon Con. Sure, yeah. They have rules about cosplay. Don't have a problem with the rules at all. If you have a real sword, it needs to be peace bound. And what that means is the sword has to be locked to the scabbard okay by a zip tie or something you cannot draw that thing if you have a gun the trigger needs to be locked in some way where it can't be pulled you know don't kill nobody basically so this one in a small town decides we need to take this peace bonding shit seriously they were peace bonding uh lightsabers they were taking yellow zip ties and zip tying around them <laughs> <laughs> People who had a cosplay of walking sticks, they were, they had those piece bound. They had zip ties around those. Now, did this affect the functionality of your lightsaber? Uh, no. You could light it up. Really. Right? You could still light it up, but uh, they, they were kind of advising you, you know what, you know, if you have to turn it on for a photo, that's fine, but... Um, if I catch you fighting with it, that thing becomes mine. Was this pre or post Orlando? Uh, <laughs> Real talk. Uh, I don't know if my plastic lightsaber can really do a lot of damage. Right. But now there's a guy around. walking around with a foam halo sword. And right. that, that thing had zip ties all over it. And, I, you know, and there's a guy walking around with a plastic phaser uh, on his belt. That thing had about two zip ties around it. The fucking thing has a kill setting! <laughs> I guess so. But, I mean, they had a big table. You had to check your weapons. Which, you know, I don't even mind that. If you're going to check your weapons, that's cool. You know, maybe they meant it almost as a joke. I don't like to kind so. of be funny. It sounds like they're just a bunch of idiots. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sorry. I know this is not really gaming related, but that that's what I spent most of my weekend. Uh, it's And after that, you know, playing as far as playing games, you and I, uh, John, we played Diablo 1 together. Yeah, we, we beat Diablo we, 1. We beat the shit out of that game. Yeah, we, <laughs> we made it our bitch. And we started on Diablo 2, and uh, you had some real life stuff, and I had some real life stuff, and yeah, we had a chance to get back to it. Yeah, I'd just well, like to say I was never invited to this party, and it hurt my feelings. Uh, no, you weren't. Exactly. Uh, no, you weren't. Yep. Do you even own Diablo 1? Uh, no, but you know what? I could have. <laughs> I 
Okay. I could have put well, it yeah, into well, my computer machine. You could have put it. Well, if we get to Diablo three, we'll hook you up with that. There Diablo you go. three, don't you? Wonderful, because I missed out on one and two because I've never fucking played them. Well, we can go through one and two. We can actually help you beat Diablo one and one. We we just really cheated, we cheated the fuck out of it. We, well, that's we, not we important. Beat. That's, that's <laughs> you know what you're cheaters. Right. We beat the game. We cheater, yeah, cheaters. We beat the shit out of we that game. Though. What a fun! Yeah, we duped a lot. What a fun game that was, though, man. man Diablo 1 is a really good game. It was to be, a lot of fun. What, 25 years old now? How old? <laughs> it's like 20. And, it's old. I know. It's, uh, it's 20 years old it, this year. It is 20 years old. My God. I think, I think it came out in 96. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 20 years old. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. But that's all I've been really, really doing. I watched some of E3. I think I watched more than Max did. I watched all of Sony's. Yeah. Um... Apparently, from what I've told, I've seen the trailer to the new Zelda game, so I've seen all of Nintendo's. Yeah. Um, um, we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. We'll get to that in the news discussion. Yeah. yeah. And nobody cares about Microsoft, I don't think. Max, <laughs> Max does. <a> <laughs> Max bit. cares. I, you know what? I like Microsoft. Um, Wait a I, I, I do. So I like I, them, man. So... I've been playing a shitload of Wind Waker because... Yes, you have, sir. Um, <laughs> I've never played Wind Waker. I mean, I've played it briefly, but I've never really played it. Like, um, And I got an itch to replay it when um, when I saw the new coverage for, which we'll discuss in a minute, the, the new Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, I got I got an itch for it. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to play through Wind Waker. Uh, I just got... Well... You know what? I don't care about spoilers. This is a this is a this is a over ten year old. This is a fifteen year old game. <laughs> if you ever, I, I have somehow avoided spoilers thus far. If you don't want to hear spoilers about Wind Waker, now might be a good time for you to stop listening. This is where you pause it and you masturbate to your favorite host's voice. <laughs> Pro- probably not. So, oh yeah! Wow. Alright, hope you're done. So wow. now the um so I gotta be honest, I really wanna kill myself now. <laughs> Jesus. So the Are um, you Satan? You have commanded me to I'm, want I'm, to I'm murder myself. I might be the cool idea. It's man. like you're a Judas priest record in in reverse. Oh man. <laughs> it's like playing stairway to heaven backwards. I'll give the devil six six six. Yeah. Um anyways, I, I've been playing a lot of Wind Waker. Um I'm at the point after you get the Master Sword. After you encounter Ganon the first time, and then you get dumped back out in the ocean, and your boat is like, yo, you gotta find the Triforce of Courage, you gotta do a couple of things back in Hyrule, and that's where I'm at. So, um, I don't know the rest of the story, I have somehow avoided spoilers. The only spoiler that I knew was, um, the only spoiler that I knew was this Petra. Zelda, pet, uh, uh, Tetra Zelda. Tetra Spoilers. Zelda. <laughs> Tetra Zelda. That's the only thing I really knew. Surprise. Um, other than that, I haven't been spoiled on anything, so I was proud of that. How the fuck do I... How do I mute a conversation on Facebook? Jesus Christ. I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, by the way... I played... Sorry, someone's blowing up my phone. Uh, the um, <laughs> I played... So I played Zelda. I played... Um, well, well, that's pretty much it. I, I think that's all you've played. I realize there's something else I've played. Um, which oh, fine. Kinda... Well, you, know, you just dominate the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Is it Jet Set Radio? That's fine. It's not Jet Set Radio, <laughs> but thank you for name dropping it. Sunset Overdrive. There we go. Yay! Which was not given a sequel. Three. <laughs> Bastards. Um, I'm sorry, John. You go ahead. Uh, you were just kind of. I really did. Yeah, I was just talking about baseball. Dude, I was just rambling. I, um, I play a shitload of Waker. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Uh, I also play it. We kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, Grub Home. It's a Ubisoft game. It's adorable. Basically, you're a you're a botanical utility droid, also known as Bud, and you're dropped on a planet, <laughs> and your job is to essentially guide the growth of this gigantic star plant up to the ship, and then you harvest seeds. Um, now, I feel like a dipshit because it took me three quarters of the way into the game to realize that there was a mechanic where, essentially, you have to grow these vines into these floating rock platforms that are glowing green. It took me that long into the game to realize I actually had control over those and it wasn't random. So I just kept getting lucky and managing to get them to actually grow into the platforms. Um, so it's kind of cool because not everybody has the exact same experience. But um, I definitely so I suggest trying it. I didn't know that it. about this game. Yeah, I definitely I... suggest trying it. Um, and if you played The Division and you got to the... Um, Sorry, if you played The Division. I enjoyed it. It's just it's weak ass <laughs> costumes. Um, but there is one of the strongholds or one of the bases is a uh, Ubisoft studio. If you look on the walls, Bud is on the walls. Like they just kind of like put him into that game there. Um, so that's what the character looks like. Not that you couldn't Google it, but just so you know, there was a reference in a game that you played, um, and it got a sequel announced. Uh, Grow. Um, shit, what is it called? Grow. Well, I didn't see this. Where did they announce this at? Uh, probably the Ubisoft conference. Oh, I didn't watch the Ubisoft conference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it's got a sequel coming. I just can't remember. Maybe Grow Up. Ubisoft has a conference? Yeah. It's, yeah it's it, last it, it two, always sucks. Last two um, years, they have um, uh, the girl that the voices Lana Kane. Uh-huh. She, she, she hosts it. So, that, I mean, was it, is it like Assassin's Creed? Um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed's not getting an installment this year. That's um, right. I heard they, they're they skipping that. a year. Um, I think they did, they had Fractured But Whole, and shit, I don't know what else they talked, other, other than the Grow Home, the Grow Home sequel, um, I'm not sure what else they talked about, hmm. but, um, Grow Up, Grow, it, it is Grow Up, okay, so yeah, that, it's getting a sequel, so I'm pretty excited about that now, um, a lot of people may have gotten it free on PlayStation Plus. So if you haven't tried it, definitely try it out. Um, it's it's a pretty casual game, but it's very pretty and fun. Nice. Well, I guess we can call this the official transition to E3 discussion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Max, I think so. I think in order, the show started with Microsoft. No. It started with uh, Bethesda. And oh, EA. You're, you're right. I forgot about the Bethesda and the EA. When I actually, I should know that because I watched the Battlefield cover. Oh, did you? Um, with Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt on camera. That was great. <laughs> yeah, talk nice, EA. Nice, nice advertising. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead and talk to EA. Because I know a little care. bit about Bethesda, but I don't know what they said at EA. So, all they really did, I, I didn't see all of it. I basically saw the Battlefield 1 coverage. They they had a few programmers. Um, they had a few celebrities. Uh, they had a couple of YouTube personalities. Right. And, um... The celebrities were just there for star power. Like one of the big jokes on the internet was they kept cutting to Snoop Dogg. They had Snoop Dogg and they had Wiz Khalifa, and they had they have t- a movie coming out. That's t- probably why they had Terry Crews, the guy that 
the guy that does the fucking Old Spice commercials. Not the sexy one, the super sexy one. Who was one. playing on a fucking mouse and keyboard. I was proud of Terry Crews. Wow. Really? Yeah, really? He, was, he was yelling at the screen like a fucking beast. God damn. He, was at, he didn't do well. I was like, that's he went awesome. Like, he went like zero and eight, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, he still used a mouse Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is literally, like, I think they did an interview with him. And this was obviously just to get kids to watch it and people to laugh at it, I guess. Because weed's funny, lol. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, an interviewer asked him, uh, Snoop, are you, uh, are you, like, nervous about the game coming up? And he's like, no, I got a secret weapon. And then, like, everyone's completely baked in the in the room. Like, <laughs> they're all passing this joint around, and they're just, like, toasted. It was really funny, because every time they cut the Snoop Dogg, they'd show him on the screen. He was playing with an Xbox controller. Yeah. And he'd just be, like, walking backwards in a trench or, like, face-planting into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wasn't doing a goddamn thing. Yeah. But anyways, the, um... So, the game looks good. Um, there's destructible buildings. Um, yeah, it's completely destructible, isn't it? One of the most interesting things. So, there's a certain point in the game, um, in every, I guess in every match, um, where a Zeppelin comes in. And uh, the Zeppelin is piloted by a player. You can spawn in the Zeppelin as a gunner. You can parachute out of the Zeppelin. It's, it, 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 it's intended to, that it can turn the tide of the battle if you're losing the battle. Um, I don't know if you guys care about Battlefield or have played any of them, but um, Jeremy does say it's no, his hand. No, I'm just shaking my head. No, um, I've care. never, but honestly, I've been getting kind of sick of all the like futuristic shooters, and I really liked um, Call of Duty back before Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I liked it as a World War II shooter, so I'm kind of excited that it's going to be you know, See, no, one's really also... explored, no one's really explored World War One. Exactly. And World War One. I think it was because people were so when when you think about World War One, people know a lot about World War Two. Um, we weren't we weren't alive in a, when World War One was going on. Like I don't think anyone I know was. How many people around that were alive in World War One? Yeah. So a lot of that's been like it, it's 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 getting to where it's far history at this point. Yeah. So um. So I think in the issue was World War One was a lot of trench warfare. And I think we're trying to think if, well, how can we make this exciting? Because it's not exciting to stand in a trench and just mow each other down and not make any progress. So they found ways to make it exciting. Now, what I was thinking about the Zeppelin, when the Zeppelin gets shot down, it falls out of the air and it crashes into the ground and it literally destroys everything underneath it. Right. And then the carcass of the Zeppelin stays and now it's a new piece of the environment for you to find. That's really cool. And it's not a scripted oh, wow. explosion. It lands wherever the fuck it lands. And then you've got this big steel carcass with whatever pieces of the Zeppelin are left. Right. And now you've got an entirely new element on the battlefield. Now, did they discuss campaign? Uh, there probably won't be one. Or do I have to buy one. the season pass because it's motherfucking EA? Well, there I don't know how to make a complete gun. No, I'm getting on my goddamn soapbox. Fuck you, EA. You piece of shit company. <laughs> you do not know how to make a full-fledged fucking game anymore. All you do I don't think is put out right. the goddamn season pass. I don't think it's going to be a multiplayer-only game with like an hour-long campaign. If and I'm then you're going to add campaign DLC. Okay, so probably won't have a campaign, just so you know. Um, Would, fuck cause, that. Cause I, I don't, want some history. Because I don't think... Did Battlefield 4 have a campaign? I, hell, I don't know. Well, you know what? I really don't know either. Because I own Battlefield 4 and I've never played it. Battlefield 3 had a decent one. Um, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Battlefront did not have a campaign, and that's why I'm saying that. See, I, I want some story. I want some history. I'd like to learn some things when I play it. Um, but, you know, the other thing that they, that happened uh, at the EA conference, they did this, like, sizzle reel 
of all these different studios that are working on the Star Wars um, franchise. And Jeremy, I think you know this the story on this X-wing thing, right? Uh, the new Battlefront. Is it is it a Battlefront mode? If my understanding, it was called Battlefront X-wing VR. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Send me hate email. It, um, um, it looked okay. You know, it, it looked fine. It's um, you know, but a lot of people were saying. Man. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were expecting to say it's like X-wing Alliance. Are you like but, X-wing versus Tie Fighter? And then they're like, it's a Battlefront. Yeah, it's another battlefront where you get shot two times if you're lucky. Again, fuck and, you, EA. And, and explode. Again, you know, fuck I you, hate, EA. I hate shooters. They also hate showed, so stuck a dick. They showed, they showed some cover. They showed some stuff from Infinite Warfare, but it was not during the EA conference. So I think we'll cover that at a later time. Okay. Yeah. So the um, so after the EA conference was what? Well, it I think it was at Bethesda. Bethesda and EA happened the same day. I don't remember which was the chronological order, but Bethesda also happened that day. Um, and the Bethesda conference, of course, we got the final confirmation on Skyrim Remastered, which, yeah, let's be real, that's probably the help tied over fans before they release Elder Scrolls Six. But I think that'll be really popular. I mean, it was Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim. What is, what is Skyrim remaster? HD. Yeah, it's Skyrim HD remaster. Can it I get any more HD? Well, with all well the to be fair, console. to be fair, on PC we've been modding it for yeah, a long time. Right. But console players are stuck with the PS3. God help you, or the Xbox <laughs> 360 version. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, right. So but so this is an updated version. For and that kills me to think that PS3 graphics are dated. Well, the PS3 had performance <laughs> issues, I think, with Skyrim, if, it I, did. if I remember correctly. $600. Yes. five ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And also, I kind of wonder if, and, and they may have talked about this, I literally just, I, I'm an audience, I didn't pay, I didn't really watch anything from E3. I've watched, like, two trailers and I looked at the at the at the news posts. Right, I think you so, were at work, and I think I was actually on. I might have. I think I was off that. Yeah. Day. So forgive me here, but um, it would be kind of cool if you know there's all those Skyrim mods out there, and Fallout Four mods are now working on Xbox One, and they're having problems getting it to work on PS4. But it'd be kind of cool if people could also do you know get their mods I think for Skyrim. I think that's a logical next step. Yeah. Now, I'm not. I didn't watch the Bethesda conference. I'm not a really big Bethesda fan. I don't mod my games heavily. Um, but saying that, that's still a cool thing. It adds a lot of longevity to the yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a good thing. Um, they talked about Quake, didn't they? They talked about a Quake, a new Quake. But I don't then know I think people, about. I think people might have been disappointed with it though because Were they? I think it's called Quake. Champions, maybe, and I think it's I think it's a straight cash in on Overwatch because it's a hero based game. Oh um, wow! <laughs> so I think everyone's going to try to jump on the Overwatch train now. Yeah, um, and make hero classes and make individual classes and their first person shooters. Gearboxes and, did not go well. Um, well, it's not even the same. So that's the thing. It, that's it's not the same kind of game. Is it not? It's a MOBA, I think. Ooh, really? Uh, yeah, like League of Legends or something like. Yeah. It, or it has MOBA elements, maybe. You can tell how popular it is that we don't even know what the fuck yeah. it really is. But Overwatch killed the shit out of that game. Overwatch yeah, did. did well, big um, time. It did um, very well. Anyways, so the so we don't know much about the Bethesda conference. Um, unfortunately. Well, I know, I know a couple other things. So okay. they they showed. Um, that Fallout 4 will be coming to the Vive early next year. Oh, wow. Now, they didn't say exclusively, and I, and I will say I'm open to the idea of buying a Vive, 
But they didn't say exclusively. They just said that it was coming to it. And then they also showed Doom running in, on the Vive. But they didn't announce that it was coming. They just showed that it was showed it working on it. Um, so that was pretty exciting. I think, honestly, probably they developers just got their touch controllers like in the last month, maybe two months. That's why Bethesda wouldn't announce, hey, <laughs> talk Oculus support. Because um, why develop it for using a controller? Um, but yeah, so that was also a thing. Okay. So that was exciting. I actually um, had no idea. Because that's, I mean, that's big, big games. Because Jeremy mentioned earlier that there's not a lot of really big games. And I still am learning and still researching and still finding things. But I would definitely agree that, I mean, there is currently a lack of a major well-known property. Right. Now, that's, a, that's about to change with VR, though. It is. In the, over the mention, course of the next year. I want to mention that shortly when we get to the Sony conference. To the Sony conference, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was... I think that's... Jeremy, was there anything Bethesda that we haven't said that you can think of? No. I mean, I, I like Bethesda games, yeah. but you know, I'm not that guy who's, who has put 400 hours into Fallout because they're fun. I get in there and I mess around with them for a little while for like... 20, 25 hours, right. and I'm done with them. I just, yeah. I, I don't feel that drive to play. I've got about 80 hours in Skyrim, but I've never beaten it. Um, yeah, I've never beaten a Bethesda game. I, ever. I beat Morrow. No, I didn't. I beat, um, shit. What did, shit? I beat Fallout 3. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me clarify. It's not that I think the games are bad at all. I just, a game, I don't know. I, it's just so vast, and I feel overwhelmed sometimes. And I'm just like, I, I'm never going to do all of this stuff. The settings well, are never that interesting for me either. But. Exactly. The settings are just not interesting. Uh, and a lot of people say, well, just play the main storyline. And when I do that... I feel like you're missing a bunch I of stuff. I feel like I'm missing something because, you know, I, well, I'll do the side quest. And that side quest just starts a bunny trail leading to others and others and others. And I'm like, oh my god, I got off track. I gotta go back to the main storyline. Then I'll find another side quest, and I'll just bunny trail for a while. Yeah. And it, I just, I don't know. I, one day I want to sit down and finish Fallout games. But. I could save though that for like a kid who's like, let's say, sixteen, who doesn't have when, a job, who doesn't have a job when he <laughs> buys a Bethesda game, he gets a lot for his money. Well, it's not just kids. I mean, like I got some buddies that uh, that I play games with who still play Skyrim. They still mod the hell out of it, and yeah, I don't know that it's just a kid appeal. I think I think it's just got. Nah, some, I'm just I saying that's not. I think I just. I just don't like. I'm it. saying that as a plot, a positive to those games. That's I think that's that's an appeal for them for True. kids that don't right. you know don't get to buy a ton of games like that's us. Fair. are just like oh, okay, we'll do that for a well, week. Sure. I think um, another reason why I don't get as immersed into a fallout or a skyrim it's because it's so vast and you can do so much but i've been bitten by that mmo bug before sure. and i feel and i feel like my god if there were more people here i could enjoy this if this were multiplayer oh my god this would be so much better right. but then it turns into well why am i not just playing warcraft or why am i not just playing you know star wars online right. or something like that so oh, well that's the bethesda conference okay for so after so after the Bethesda uh, after the sorry about my dog guys um, that's Dora so kill the dog welcome to the welcome to say hello to Dora Internet Dora Dora, yes, Dora. Dora. there was actually a rough cut before this where my dog would not shut up and I have not subdued the problem yet so everybody say swiper no swiping right that's Dora she's a chihuahua <laughs> um, so we're very creative so anyways 
<laughs> After Bethesda was the Microsoft conference. Yes, right? I think Microsoft kicked off the next day. Um, you know, the big thing that they talked about, of course, was Xbox One S, which I saw a diagram. It looks like it's roughly somewhere between like a third and a, and half the size of a of a current Xbox One. It's a little bit more powerful, I believe, as, as I understand it, and I think it's capable of 4K output. Um, I can't help on this at all. I didn't watch yeah. the Microsoft. I haven't seen yeah. anything. From the <laughs> you Microsoft. know more about yeah. this system um, than I do. So I, I have a question. Does S stand for Siri or small? Um, <laughs> I think it's saying <laughs> small, small, slim. Um, and it comes out August, like end of August. So oh wow! Oh wow! That's yeah, soon. it's that comes out really, really soon. soon. Um, and I think it's launched like with a, with a two terabyte model. Um, the power adapter, like it's, it's not going to have that long ass brick in yeah, line. Yeah, because that brick is gigantic on the Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Um, and as far as Connect support, it doesn't automatically support it. Like it doesn't have that big Connect port in it. You've got to get an adapter. Really? Which they didn't say anything about cost of it. They've been um, trying to kill that thing ever since. Because you know the original models launched with it for five hundred dollars. Yeah, and, that and then the first problem. price drop was because they cut the Connect, and I think that's the best feature of the Xbox. I think one. so too. I love my Connect, um, but they did that. Um, they're switching to Bluetooth controllers finally. That's a good thing. Um, you can now order a custom controller based off of like colors and stuff, so that's cool. And you can get your gamer tag put on the bottom of it. Um, they did. They did talk about Xbox One Scorpio, which will support. Um, VR. I don't remember if they said Rift or not. A lot of people are saying it'll probably be Rift because uh, there's such a partnership. With, yeah, they did not announce Rift because Palmer Lucky said even if it was it would that was the case, I wouldn't announce it today. Um, so probably that's what it's going to support because there's such a partnership with them. Um, they talked about cross buying or whatever. I can. I've got a picture that uh, I've got a screen cap that talks about this. But essentially, going forward. Thanks, Dora. Shut the fuck up, Dora. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I think I think the cat jumped up in the window that time, so the dog Dora's excited. So what they're calling it is Xbox Play Anywhere games. So if you buy it on Xbox, you have it on PC, and I believe it works vice versa. Um, the list is Gears of War 4, Killer Instinct Seasons 1, 2, and 3, Forza Horizon 3, Recore, Cuphead, Slime Rancher, The Culling, Everspace, Ark, Survival, Survival Evolved, Sea of Thieves, Scalebound, State of Decay 2, Halo Wars 2, We Happy Few, and Crackdown 3. Now, I have been able to actually do this with, I think this is the only one in the list that's actually out, which is Killer Instinct, and it's extremely cool. I downloaded it onto my PC... And as soon as I loaded it up, all of my settings from Xbox were there. I don't use, I don't, I, I, at the time I was using the original announcer instead of the new. I had the announcer set up to 10 to make it arcade accurate. I mean, everything that I've purchased was there. I mean, it was like a carbon copy. And that, clap, that, that game save saves to the cloud. And the, I can continue on my Xbox One. That's cool as shit to me. Um, so they talked. They talked about that. I'm excited that I can play Gears of War. Yes, without and I don't have an Xbox. Yes, because is, and I think that that points to me. And I think I might have remembered. And maybe I'm crazy. I thought I remember reading something about a, a modular. One of the Xbox models was going to be essentially a modular PC. I don't. I don't. I might be pulling that. this out of my ass. But yeah. 
Um, the, uh, what do you mean, yeah? I'm just fucking with you. The, <laughs> the, uh, I'm glad you caught that. So the, uh, so, but the appeal to me, and it seems like it, it further cements our theory that there might not be a next console generation other than Nintendo, perhaps. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because if I, can buy st- if I can buy the game and play it on my PC, why do I need the Xbox? I think what the Xbox <laughs> is trying to be, um, it is essentially going to be kind of like a Steam Link almost. Um, it's going to be like your 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 living room computer. Sure. This is what pff, they've been trying to do for like 15 fucking years. Put a computer in people's living rooms. An actual PC that runs Windows. I mean, the damn thing runs Windows 10 now. That's what it's running. Right. Um, and so... I think Xbox is is it, they're accepting the rise, the true, true rise of the PC, and are embracing it and trying to make it to where PC players and Xbox players can play together. And you know, Sony's kind of doing that. I think with like what one game, two games, maybe. So about Sony linking with your PC, they do yeah. have the, uh, the yeah. They you can do remote play from your PC. I don't okay, you can do that. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is you know, there's not a Sony PC operating system. It's Microsoft. So they they kind of in my mind they have Microsoft's like got a, the good long range strategy. Here right. For sure. That's why I've. That's kind of why I've always supported Microsoft is because I felt like they had the long range strategy. They got that long gray money dude yeah. too. And yeah, so <laughs> they're gonna fuck you with it. Well, I like it. Um, it's curved just the way I need it to hit my prostate, just the way I want it hit. So thank you, Microsoft. Um, wow. I don't. They're still saying scale bound for like 2017, <laughs> which does, which bummed me out. Um, for those that don't know, Scalebound was a game that was announced like 2014, I believe, like right when the Xbox One was announced. But it's a platinum-made game, and... Platinum makes good games. They do make great games. If it's platinum on it, you can probably bet that it's a good game. Unless it's a licensed property like the Ninja Turtles game, and I will go ahead and admit it, Transformers Devastation wasn't that great either. But... I mean, Jer- Jeremy's making some disagreeing faces. No, I, 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 I was shaking my head in agreement. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean, I played it. Was Devastation the new one? Yes. Yeah. I thought I heard. I heard that it. I heard good reviews. I it was. It was it okay. Was, I mean, it, it was, was okay. okay. Your friend Chris, the crazy one that likes. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But he liked it. He's, yeah. a, he's an original Transformers fan. Yeah. And I read good reviews about it, but but then I got real world. All the real world people I've talked to, with the exception of one of our buddies, doesn't I, doesn't seem to like it too much. So. Yeah. But they talked about that. Um, Cuphead, which is this fantastic... It was Xbox exclusive, but now it's going to be on PC also. So that's awesome, because that was on the list. Cuphead, so you guys is, can play it. Cuphead is a 2D platformer. That is hand-drawn. Yeah, it's stylized in the, in the oh, way wow. of like a Walt Disney movie. Like an old-style like Steamboat Willie Walt Disney Yeah, movie. basically. Um, um, it all looks, the the art style is terrific. It looks incredible. It's a pair of brothers that quit their jobs to develop this game, and they've been working on it for a while, because we've known about it before E3 last year, I know for sure. Um, so it was originally just a series of boss fights. Well, now they've got platforming added to it, and it's a two-player game. Uh, it kind of feels a little bit like Gunstar Heroes almost. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I've been... Now, is this an Xbox exclusive? It's on It's on the Play Anywhere. 
Right. I remember you mentioned that because I didn't know about this game until you told me about it. Yeah. And um, like like a month or two ago. So, yeah. Um, it looks really good. I'm, I'm, that, that's a good thing. Uh, did they talk about anything else at the conference? Um, from what I've seen, I mean, they talked like Gears of War 4, which sure, I've sure. never played a Gears of War game in my life, I so I can't two. speak for it. I played 2. It was fun. Um, they probably showed some Sea of Thieves stuff, which I, our buddy Cyril is pretty excited about. And that, I believe, is being made by Rare, which, of course, is owned by Microsoft. Well, Rare doesn't really mean anything anymore. No, because it's not the same people. That's why you want to look to Platonic Games, who are making Ukulele, which looks incredible. <laughs> Ukulele, that, that was featured in something, but I don't remember what it was. A trailer was, uh, like, a full-fledged trailer was released for it prior to E3. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I cried a little. Because the, the Game Explained guys were, um, were, they did an interview with the devs. I haven't watched it yet, yeah. but... Uh, after that was the end of the night for day one, I think was the Xbox conference, and then I think the next day was Sony and then Ubisoft. I might have that out of order. It was Sony and Ubisoft that same day. Right. Microsoft started like early as, as hell in the day. Oh uh, well, yeah. shit, you see what? I'm... Well, so, so <laughs> Jeremy, I, Sony, Jeremy I think you watched the entire Sony. Yeah, conference. I watched the entire. Uh, I only Sony. saw like the last half of it. Did, so. okay. did it? Did everything work, or did they have technical difficulties again this year? I, I didn't. Everything worked. Yeah, okay. I don't think. Yeah, okay. they, they didn't. They, they had an actual orchestrated like band or like oh, well. like, like an orchestra down there with all the music. So all the music that was played was done while that. And I thought that was a neat little touch. I was confused by it at first because it opened with like. A three-minute track, you know, <laughs> of them just playing, and I'm just like, okay, this is this is interesting. I'm here to play video games, and I'm watching a, uh, you know, <laughs> some orchestrated uh, bit. But uh, and then it opens up with God of War, like the new God of War, right. which um, I've never been a God of War fan at all. Right. Uh, was not impressed it, with it. it just, uh, I've heard good things, but I'm not a big God of War fan either. I, right. played, I played 1 and 2 back on my PS2 way back when. Right. They're fun. I think the genre's dated. Maybe they're changing stuff, but I, I gotta confess, I haven't watched any of it. I mean, you're, God of War. you're playing, I'm assuming you're playing as Kratos. And, I think his son might be. And then his it. son is right there with you. Uh, and then he's like following along and, and you're communicating with the sun. I mean, which it's, it's a neat little mechanic. It's something different, but, uh, does it still look like the same sort of gameplay? The, it's exactly, the well, yeah. devil may cry button mash. Well, devil may cry is combo based. So it's a bad example, but I, God of War always felt like a button masher to me. Like it, it's the modern beat em up well, is what it always felt like to me. I, I, I can't answer that. Okay, that's I, fine. I, that's it's, fine. It's, I, and it's not watch the trailer and or watch the the thing and you'll, like and you'll get it, it because it's more of the show. Yeah, it's 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 different. Okay, it's different. Um, and I don't remember what game it went into. Then I, I don't remember the orders of the games that they come in. But uh, as far as you know, stuff that looked good, they played the one game. Was it Horizon with the redheaded chick with the Horizon robots Zero Dawn? Which Horizon was, Zero Dawn? Maybe I saw this one. What was it? Yeah, I mean, everybody's like super excited about this game. Oh my yeah. god, it looks amazing, but well, it looks so generic to me. It's it, just, what's the premise? So okay. the premise is that the world, the modern world, has ended. And oh, this is with the fucking Dino robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the Dino, Dino robot. This was at E3 yeah, last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, announced yeah. it at exactly. E3 last year, and it's it's an exclusive. And you know you can hide in the fucking bushes from the giant robots. I mean, it looks robots pretty cool, but I don't know. Cool, we really. have like all these sensors and stuff. Apparently, they don't like sense you know body heat. 
I'm sorry, that was just fucking You're supposed to, to suspend. Remember what you told me when we watched that movie the other day? It's thing? a goddamn you're video game. You're supposed to suspend your discipline. It's a video game. <laughs> you're, hunting <laughs> ro- you're hunting robot dinosaurs. It's a video game. You have yeah, literally yeah, 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 full yeah. total control of everything seen on screen. You could do anything. And it, a bush? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know. Yeah. I know. No, it was a robot it's me wanting to hate Sony. I know. Yeah. <sighs> It's you're uh, that guy. I've got a friend. If it was a, if it was a robot, though, she could see you through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Does the game look good? It looks very good. Yeah, it, it, it looks really good. Do you um, care? No. Okay. I don't. <laughs> uh, it looks really good. If if it were twenty bucks or it shows up for, for free on PlayStation, it just sounds. It Jesus, really? Yeah. Watching would, it because it looks like a it, like a, a. I hate to use this term, but AAA title. Well, but it, it's got a, other than the premise, it's got a generic feel. It looks it like, does. like. for example, yeah. these games kind of melt together. Some of them stand out, some of them don't. But um, like the Mad Max game, um, any Ubisoft Assassin's Creed game, yeah, it's yeah. all the same. Um, um, Shadow of Mordor falls into the same. Who's making mold. this game? Sony. I think. It's a, <laughs> I, have I, think no it's, I think it's like. A, for some reason, I think it's Ubisoft. Here. I'll, I'll give it, 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 it feels Ubisoft. like a Ubisoft yeah. game. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but you're right. They, it's the premise looks good, but it just feels generic. It's Guerrilla Games. Oh wow! I've heard of them. What have they done? Uh, they, I'll find out. Go ahead with the next thing. Bro. Um, you know, I don't know. And then I'm just kind of coming up. With <laughs> uh, what else we got? <laughs> These are the pieces of shit that are responsible for the Killzone series. Well, I, I, I like Killzone. Kill Kill I no, played I the like beta Kill for Zone. it on two back in two thousand three on my PlayStation oh my Two, God, and fuck that shit since its inception. The hate is flowing. I have a PlayStation Zone. Move back on the PlayStation of Killzone Three with the uh, the rifle. I was the baddest sniper ever with that thing. <laughs> man. Oh my god, <laughs> I could snipe some bitches. Fuck Killzone, man. Just fuck Killzone. Hey, that's your opinion. I could snipe some bitches with that PlayStation Move, man. That was fun. With little but uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. There's a game called Detroit that looked incredible. What's the story now, on Detroit? I've heard okay. people talking about this, but I haven't seen. So about it, it plays like Heavy Rain or Indigo Prophecy or okay. something like that. You uh-huh. know, your choices affect what happens. But usually in a game game like that you know there's two to three outcomes they played a little bit of a deal like where this this android is going to go up and negotiate a hostage situation and he goes up to the top of the roof and the android is talking to this other guy who apparently is an android he's got this little girl and they have a conversation between each other and they show an outcome okay and then as the screen pans away it shows like 10 or 12 other different outcomes that could have possibly I just want to happened. point out that I'm oh, still a wreck from where you said Indigo Prophecy and Heavy Rain. Um, <laughs> oh, those are terrific games. Those are really good. I remember when I saw Heavy Rain the first time and I thought this this is the best it can get Yeah. as far as the graphics go. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like the animations are fluid oh, man. and believable. Yeah. And this... Um, and oh, wow. Still pretty. still looks pretty good, but I love these... Uh, uh, I call them which way games because man, that's, look, that's a good description. I'm a child of the '80s, and there used to be these books called which way books. Like choose uh, your own adventure. Yeah, choose, choose your own adventure. adventure. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I had yeah, one that was like which way Batman. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, love you, lost. Turn, turn to page sixty-two. Exactly. <laughs> and you, and it has a death scene where he dies or something like that. But yeah, that's what it is, and it had like it had so like a ton of different outcomes for what could have happened. 
and then it kind of rewound itself a little bit and showed like different conversations, like the conversation going in different directions. And it, it looked massive. And that one I was really, really excited well, about. Check that. I, I have to watch that trailer. Really excited about that. that sounds good. So uh, it's definitely listed, watch it. It's listed on Wikipedia as an upcoming neo noir thriller. The the yeah, words oh, wow. neo noir noir noir. Well, neo noir would, would be like Blade Runner. Sure, absolutely. That's a that, strange term that for gets it. My but... dick so hard, you have no idea. <laughs> Like Blade Runner meets like blood is actually coming out. Like of Shadow Run meets like Shadow Run meets right L.A. Noir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's that's a good description. Jesus. Okay. And yeah. Then and then we go into this other game where they're talking about like a first person shooter and you're in space or no you start out in like a little. This is what I started shoot. watching. The... Yeah, you start out in this little <laughs> fighter and you and you shoot out into space and you're you fly around and it's it's kind of like an X wing versus Tie Fighter thing. You're shooting out of the ships and he comes out. And you're in like space flight, and they go to the hull of the ship, and they they bust the window open, and they jump in the window, and that's a first person shooter. Looks like, sweet as this shit. is incredible. And then you're like, this is Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! No, I, didn't, I didn't see. To be fair, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see the original uh, Infinite Warfare trailer, man, so I didn't either. And that I blew my mind when I, I thought, thought it looked that sweet was Call shit, of Duty. Man. That was incredible. And here's the thing: the internet hates it. Good. Um, Good. That they hate, they hate, <laughs> I think they just hate fun because for years we've been asking for Call of Duty to uh, to to change the formula. Well, they changed the goddamn formula quite right. a bit the yeah, last couple right. years. Um, yeah, the last couple games I, I understand have. I haven't played yeah, one since never a while. Call of Duty since the, like the first. One. I played Black Ops one. I think that that was the last one I played. But um, the story in three was dark because like all the like the soldiers, some of them were like amputees. But, like, for the purpose of having, like, more powerful limbs, but then they could be controlled by the government, and you could, like, be forced to kill your, your comrade or something. It was, oh, sweet. It was fucked up. So That's all I know. The single-player campaigns are usually really good in these games, but they're usually quite short, good for a rental, maybe. Sure. Um, the good, 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 good stories, very cinematic, feels like an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a very good job. I don't care even a little bit about the multiplayer in no. these games. Got it. Um, I like it's going to be... Like ten year olds. Now, Modern Warfare Four, I played a lot of you mean because they had Modern a, Warfare. Because they had do what? It's four Modern Warfare. I'm sorry. I no, it was Modern Warfare Three actually. I'm sorry. Okay, it was the original one because they I'm had sorry, I used to have to like. Or it might have been the original Black Ops. Correct. Either way, there was, a, there was a there was a there was a. I made a fun motion towards Max. There was a. Uh, <laughs> There was a challenge mode uh, when you beat the game, and it was like score attacks. I love score attacks. I love beating levels faster and faster. So He did that shit in VR on Lucky's Tale. I just played the first level like 15 times. <laughs> Anyways, the point being, um, single player is where it's at for me in those games. Anyways, Infinite Warfare looks fun. Go ahead. Um Okay, so, yeah, anyway, blew my mind that that was Call of Duty. I was, this is a Call of Duty I can actually get behind. This looks fun. Um, are you going to buy this Call of Duty? Yeah, at, at 20 bucks. Hell yeah, I want to buy it. Buy it next, <laughs> next year when that one comes out. Exactly. But uh, And then we go into this one trailer um, where this guy wakes up and he's in this haunted-looking house. Oh. And all that stuff. And then he's like walking around and there's like creepy stuff going around. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm, t- I'm talking to a friend of mine. I was like, I wish this Walking Dead shit would just stop. I'm tired of it. You know, I'm tired of 
yeah, I just I don't know. It just it looked like another damn zombie game, and that's all we need to another zombie game. Holy shit, this Resident Evil Seven. Now I did not see this trailer. <laughs> I have not seen this trailer yet. But I, but it's an interesting departure because I understand that this feels like less of a survival horror game and more of a horror game. Yeah, okay. straight like straight horror, like a like 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 maybe a Silent Hill or yeah, um, something right. like that. Which means I probably won't play it, and I'll just piss my pants. Because <laughs> um, Resident Evil's not scary to me; it's it's an action game, primarily. Yeah. Um, but I can't like I've said this before. I'm not playing a Silent Hill game unless I got every one of y'all motherfuckers in the room <laughs> because they're going to be nailing babies to walls and shit. I can't deal with that. You can't deal with that. So well, see, look, man, some, you just don't understand modern decorations. Okay. Like, you just need to just get with it, watch some HGTV. You just need to go to hell and let me play Euro Truck Simulator. Well, see, that's interesting because, you know, that's when they start going into, hey, we're going to start talking about VR now. And then they go into, the, oh, Resident Evil is going to be for the PlayStation VR. Like, full support VR? Full support. You, oh, they said you can play the game start to finish. I'm, go- I'm going to die. With VR. <laughs> yeah. And IRL. Like, wow. I'm going to die. So that kind of piques my interest a little bit more now that I know that that's the direction they were going in. Because when I was watching it, I was like, this doesn't look anything like a Resident Evil. Now, I played Resident Evil 1 through 3, and I was glad to see 4, and I felt like 4 was a really good update to the series. And 4, it, it, four pretty much it needed revolutionized. It made the third-person shooter what it is today. Absolutely. That um, was my favorite. Uh, it currently is my favorite Resident it's, Evil. It's a true classic. 5 was okay. I tried to play 6 6 times can't do it. And then I see 7, I'm like, oh my God, they don't. this is just even farther departure. But now... If that's if they're really trying to go with horror, I think maybe, maybe. they saw. You remember the thing about the whole PT uh-huh. demo? You remember how good of a reception that got, and, uh-huh. then they, and then Konami axed it. I think they saw how good of a reception that got, and they decided to jump on that train. I think it'll be a good move. Uh, that's that is. And then the uh, if they pull a horror off, there's a lot of horror fans, adrenaline junkies that'll really enjoy it. I think that'll be a good move for them. Uh huh. You know, then they, you know, they, they start talking about you know, PlayStation VR, and then they go into a transition of Final Fantasy fifteen. It's wow, like, okay. What a fucking weird misplaced trailer. Yeah, you would think, yeah, that's a really misplaced trailer until, you know, they show, like, some, you know, battle scenes, some footage. They show, I think, a little bit of the Titan fight, and then uh, all of a sudden you realize you're watching the action and all the fighting going on in first person because Final Fantasy fifteen will be supported for the VR. Well, I, I, they didn't literally show that though. They showed—I don't know what they showed because they showed—they showed you as Prompto, which is one of the party members right, in Final Fantasy yeah. Fifteen, and they zoom out and his goofy ass is wearing the He's stupid wearing the VR on his head. I've just seen that still, and they were showing it as a mini game. I—I I don't know that this is going to be the regular. It's game. not going to be full support, but it will have VR support, and that angered me so much. <laughs> It looked. It just looked to me like it was some weird light gun type mini game. I don't really know what to make of that trailer. And at that point, they start really diving deeper into VR. And they they showed like a shooter, and they showed just different little odd end games. Yeah. And they've come up with a new PlayStation Move gun that's supposed to be more accurate. In fact, um, there was a first person shooter they showed that I cannot remember the name of right now. But it used the, that PlayStation Move gun, and it looked 
pretty cool. Like your your motions were mirrored on the screen correctly, and sure. you're blind firing around corners and moving your head back. That game looked all right. Um, that was probably the only true game that they showed for the VR. Everything else felt like a mini game. Yeah, like yeah. the Batman Arkham VR. Oh, that's right. They talked about cool. yeah. There's a Batman Arkham game coming out that's in VR. I remember um, hearing that. stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It, it's it looks like VR is the future, whether we want it to be or not, or whether it's good or not. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. We'll see. Now they uh, they also talked about um, after VR. I think they they showed off. The, they they started talking about Crash, didn't they? Ah uh, yes, Crash. That was hilarious. Uh, that I gotta say, in total, so I was very disappointed with the Sony conference. I will defend Sony on this, by the way. I'll defend them on this. I wish I know, you we've gave talked me a warning about that, man, because I wasn't ready for you to say that. What? I wish you had gave me a warning before you said that. I wasn't <laughs> prepared for it. I'll defend Sony on that one, You element. told me that you had seen you, you seen the Sony conference before I did, and you said about the Crash conference when they when they did the thing. You know, they came out there and the guy walked out and his shadow was Crash, and everybody flipped out. And then they said, okay, it's just going to be a redo, like a reboot, like an HD remaster. And then to dig the knife deeper, they're like, we're not going to show you gameplay footage of that, though. Yeah. We're going to show you gameplay footage of the fucking Skylanders figure of Crash <laughs> Bandicoot. And you told me to watch the crowd, and the disappointment on everyone's face <laughs> in the crowd was hilarious. Because everyone's like, Whoa! pumping their fists. And then they say that, and like two people clap. And yeah. it's just like everyone just... Like a bunch of people that, look back down at that, their phones. Uh, I can just he I can I could feel Twitter. The, Twitter was <laughs> the servers were hot. And then you know, we forgot to mention the one thing about the um, the Sony conference when Hideo Kojima himself. Oh, was the big one. One. that was the big one. I can that was the big one. The big can't one. believe we you know, can't walk away with this. He comes walking out and in broken English is like, "I'm back, guys, and here's what I've got." What was I? I don't even know what I watched. You Norman know. Reedus, the Norman game. Reedus with a cyborg baby, and he's I naked and a bunch of oil. Norman and Reedus's butt holding a baby that just the butt, just the butt. <laughs> it's clenched in the butt. It's, no, it's just like Norman Reedus holding a baby that disintegrates into oil, and now. So he's, I've read fan theories. I don't really want to dive too deep into what it all means, but this was Kojima's new game. Um, I forgot the name of it. Um, do you guys remember? Uh, I don't even know because it, it's some Japanese name. I just have seen the pictures of Norman Reedus. That's about it. Well, it, it seems to be some kind of observation about humanity and oil and killing themselves off and there's a bunch of dead fish and a bunch of oil and robot baby and umbilical cords yep. and nude Harold Remus. Harold? What? Whoa. Who <laughs> are you thinking of Harold Ramis? Norm, Norman Reedus? Norman Reedus. Wait, who's Harold Ramis? What did I just spit out of my face? Hold Jesus up. Christ. Who's Harold Ramis? Well, Ramis was a character <laughs> in, um, in Lunar. He got in the shop at the end of the game. Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah, dead yeah. Ghostbuster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Good job. Well, anyways, I'm an idiot. So, um,. That game, it looks interesting. A lot of people were hyped about it. I don't really know what to think about it, honestly. I don't either, because we didn't see any gameplay or anything. It, it kind of goes back to um, uh, the way games used to look. You remember like the old Final Fantasy trailers, how you'd see this incredible CG, but they wouldn't show you anything what the game actually looked like. <laughs> you know, maybe that's... It reminds yeah. me of that. Uh, Death Stand... Death Stranding? D- yeah, that's Death right. Death Stranding. Stranding. That's yeah, it. Death Stranding. Um, yeah. Man, I don't 
don't know what to say about it. Um, I look Internet's excited. I'm not yet. Well, it's after Metal Gear Five, um, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't know how much Kojima really had control over that game. I'm. I hope. I'm hoping he didn't have much, but I was disappointed in Metal Gear Five. I liked it a lot. I mean, just, I played the shit. Oh, we both out of did. It, but yeah, um, just like I, it, 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 it was a little too too large in scope. I think. I think it was too. I think that game would have been fantastic if it had stuck to the Metal Gear. Thing. I think if we'd have cut it at the thirty mission mark, it would have been a great game. Yeah, but, I think it was just too. I still haven't beat the damn thing. I, yeah, I went up. To, I'm on like mission. Was it fifty seven or some ridiculous? Thing. I'm on forty something. I just and it's, stopped. It's bad. It got bad. <laughs> so, um, I, does that cover everything Sony talked about? That's just about it. Does anyone Sony care about it. Ubisoft's conference? Um, I mean, they showed some stuff from Fractured But Whole, but I haven't watched any oh, of Oh, Sony also had the Spider-Man game. Oh, yes. Game. The yeah. goddamn... They didn't show much, but it was Spider-Man web-slinging through town, just like back in Spider-Man 2. Okay, so I guess a little, I can elaborate on this. So, first of all, <coughs> it's Insomniac, meaning they didn't announce Sunset Overdrive 2. Meaning, I'm fucking pissed for the next 365 days. Um, but if a company can do Spider-Man well because of how well they did did Sunset Overdrive, that's how I know they will do an incredible job with the Spider-Man game. But also, fun fact that was released today. Fun fact. Fun fact. Really? I want to play. I was gonna play like a sound bite there. Oh, now you've broken it. Oh, okay. Should I, should I dial back? No, I was going to be really... It's just, it's, I, was, I was being patron. I was going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact. Um, God damn it. <laughs> that trailer that you saw was completely captured in-game on a PS4. And not a PS4.5 PS4 Neo. That's how that game actually looks. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the PS4 Morpheus myself. So... Oh, wait, wait, that's what the fucking that's headset's what the called. VR was. Yeah. 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 That was its original project name. Well, what's project the fucking Morpheus. Nebuchadnezzar going to be? Um, that's going to be the, like... It's going to be an, it's gonna be a new version of the uh, accessory that came with Res on PlayStation 2. The vibrator. So, nice. so and the Xbox must be Agent Smith. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we forgot to mention The Last Guardian. Trailer. I uh, actually has see it. A, I don't yeah, think it has an official release date. It's October. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. It's got a collector's edition. That's again I've been waiting on for fucking ever. Yeah, five, five years now. Shadow of the Colossus, I guess. So <laughs> it looked really good. My, I did have a slight issue with it, which I'm probably being picky. Yeah, uh, the game looks incredible, but there was a shot where it zoomed in on the main character. And it looked like a PS3 model. He just it, the graphics on the main character just didn't look good. I remember when they showed. I'm recalling from last year's E3 coverage, but doesn't this big feathery dragon thingy get down and look at him? And yeah. I recall it not looking very well anti-aliased, like it was Rabaki. Right. Um, and that stuck out to me, if I remember correctly. I could just be pulling this out of my ass, but I think I remember that. I remember um, being, like, unimpressed with the feathers for some reason. Yeah, it's something about the feathers sticks out to me. Um, I don't know. I need to rewatch the. Yeah, I need to watch the new trailer too. But that's that was Sony's uh, thing. That was yeah. That was that was theirs. I think Ubisoft might have talked about Watch Dogs too. I didn't. See <laughs> they it. did talk about Watch Dogs too. Watch Dogs too. Which um, you know, 
Yeah, we'll see. Watch Dogs 1 was okay. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was an okay GTA clone. Um, it was just okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what else they talked about, honestly. No idea. Shit. <laughs> I think that was the end of E3. <laughs> well, right after that, see, everything, to, to me, this was all pretty underwhelming. I don't think any of this was a huge deal. Um, and Until the next goddamn day. Uh, the Nintendo Treehouse. The oh, next, there is a reason that they ba, dedicated ba, E3 ba, ba, da, 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 da. to Legend of Zelda ba, Breath ba, da, of the Wild. Yeah, it looks fucking sweet as yeah, It looks like... I cried. It looks good. I mean, it's different than the previous good. Zelda games, so we'll see. But what was amazing to me, and what's the bigger deal, is how much of it they showed. Because yeah. a lot of times at E3, it'll just be a trailer, and you get like a 15-minute demo, and you, but they're picking through what scraps they can find. They dedicated their... Because they didn't really have a show, per se. They just had some demo units set up for Legend of Zelda. They did a bunch of developer interviews and things like that. And there were some other cool things Nintendo talked about. Like, they talked about Sun and Moon a little bit, the new Pokemon Sun and they Moon. They did. Yeah. Uh, they talked about a game called Rhythm Heaven. Another Rhythm Heaven yeah, game? Yeah, another Rhythm Heaven game, which was released as they were saying it. That's a cool thing. They dropped oh. the game as they were talking about it. Yeah, People were excited cool. about that. They were just as well with the Sega Saturn. <laughs> well, Rhythm Heaven <laughs> is not a video game system. <laughs> but um, Legend of Zelda looks... So, this is what I've been focusing on. That's why I've been playing Wind Waker again. Um... Breath of the Wild. So, so first off, we got a title for Zelda U. Breath of yeah, the Wild. We do. Um, what a radical departure from what a Zelda game is. Massive. Um, slash return to original game. Yes, that that I'll get to that in a minute. But that is a very true statement. Um, so, Breath Zelda Breath of the Wild is an open world, um, seemingly an open world. Zelda game. Um, there's no. It's not linear. You can explore dungeons in any order you wish to explore them. Hell, you can run straight to the final boss. Uh, Alnuma said it himself. Um, he said it might not be the best idea. You'd probably be a little crazy, but um, assuming you got the equipment to get there, which I think you only need the little hang glider thing, right. um, you can run straight to the final boss. Um, that'll kick your ass. But <laughs> you can climb up the side of a building. Literally, you can scale anything. You yes. walk up against a hard surface, Link starts fucking climbing it. Yeah, um, that's awesome. The um, the game's not a girl. Yeah, the, we thought it was, it's we, not it was Linkle. we thought it's not was, Linkle. We thought Link was going to be a girl from one of the previous from the previous trailer E three ago. Um, turns out that was incorrect. But um, the game has degrading weapons. Um, yeah. They're, um, the, the world, so the story here is that Hyrule's in ruins. Um, we don't know why. We know that Link wakes up from a slumber. Gannon did it. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with that. Um, so Link wakes up from this sleep and Hyrule's in ruins. Yeah. You can see Hyrule Castle in the distance. It was confirmed. There's a big black cloud swirling around it. That's apparently Ganon. Um, that was confirmed. That's literally what Ganon is, is that big cloud. Apparently he's sealed inside Hyrule Castle and that's what he is right now. He is going to be the red genie that Jafar becomes at the end of Aladdin. Oh. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, that works. There you go. So, he, um, and then basically, it's not like, so let's take a game, let's talk about Ocarina of Time for a second. Okay. Let's talk Ocarina of Time. At the beginning of Ocarina of Time, you get an extended opening sequence where Navi flies through a bunch of shit and wakes you up, Mm -hmm. and Link wakes up, he's a young boy, 
and you talk to people around town, they're like, oh yeah, you're the boy that lives here. No, oh, you got a fairy now. And then, right. and then you go try to go to the tree, which is where Nobby wants you to go. And Mido's like, no, you need to go get the sword and the shield first. So you go and get it. You come back. You, the game is open and you can explore. There are many tons of secrets to find, but the game's linear. Like, unless you're breaking the game, you have to go to the Deku Tree. You leave the Deku Tree, you have to go, eventually, to the Dodago Cavern. Right. You leave the Dodago Cavern, you have to go to Jabu Jabu. Right. And then you go get the Master Sword and you do the adult stuff. Um, In Majora's Mask, similar. In Wind Waker, similar. In fact, Wind Waker railroads you quite a bit at the, for the beginning half of the game. I, I've learned that from playing it. Right. All of the games are very much like this. Uh, Link to the Past was the same way. Right. Um, now, A Link Between Worlds broke that. A Link Between Worlds broke it a little bit. That's, that's when it. they stated that they wanted to move away from the linear. Well, they fucking did in this one because yeah. <laughs> think back to Zelda One. Now, a lot of our listeners may not may not be old enough to remember this, or they may have not been playing the original Zelda back then. But in the original Legend of Zelda. You fire up the game, and pop, there's a green guy sitting in the middle of the screen, and there's yep. a cave next to you. You don't have a fucking thing. <laughs> if you choose to walk into the cave, an old man gives you a sword. That's it. That's the only direction you get. It's dangerous to go alone. You're supposed Take to. This. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. You get da 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 and then you walk out. That's yeah. it. That's right. So they don't tell you where the dungeons are. They don't tell you what order you're supposed to do them in. It's left to you to find that out. Right. Now, some of that, admittedly, is from the limitations of the Nintendo but it felt like an adventure that was unknown all around you. Ever since then, you're given guidance to the game. Mm-hmm. Right. The, in this new game, literally within two minutes of starting a game, you're standing with player control. Um, basically, what happens is you fire up the game, because they show the opening sequence. You fire up the game, Link wakes up inside this cryo chamber, for lack of a better word. He walks out into the world, and you have control. That's all you get. There's um there's an old man standing down a path in front of you. You can choose to go talk to him if you want, but you don't have to. You can walk off in another direction and instantly be killed by a boss. Straight up, there's a <laughs> boss like four steps to the right from that guy. A mini boss. A big rock golem thing. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so there's a real pressing sense of danger. Enemies don't drop hearts anymore. Um, you have to cook food, Monster Hunter style, to, to get your hearts back. Yep. Weapons degrade and break. Yep. Even even they showed one one gameplay thing where a guy found the fire rod. He broke the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the fire rod is not an exclusive item, and it makes you wonder because at the end of the trailer they show the master sword, but it's weathered. It's got rust all over. It's got nicks on the blade. It's in bad shape. Which it's never looked like that. So that that leads to speculation about where in the timeline it falls. I'll I'll get there in a minute. Um, sorry, I'm rambling. I'm, I'm I like Legend of Zelda. So the um. <laughs> If you don't, <laughs> who the hell doesn't like Legend of Zelda? Right. So it's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the whole point I'm trying to make is the game's very open. You can do things in any order that you want. There are going to be some bears. You're not. You're obviously not going to be able to go everywhere in the game anytime. But the bears will be natural. It won't be like there's some guard noise that says you need a letter from the princess to get past this gate. It's going to be like you go in the dungeon and it's like, oh, I can't reach that. Like you go to Dungeon Four and you get halfway through it and you're like, oh, I. I, I must be missing something. Right. Uh, Unless you want to go out and explore some more. Exactly. Um, That's cool, though. I didn't, I didn't realize temp- it was that open. There's temperature mechanics. Um, if you go into a place that's snowy, uh, you need to put on warm clothes or it yeah. will start freezing. Um, 
The heat gauge shows a hot, so I'm assuming that deserts will have a similar mechanic where you need to remove clothes. Um, remove your armor, maybe. Like in the Gerudo area. Maybe. Right. Um, there's no music as you wander around. All you hear is the sounds of nature. See, right. that one blows my mind because Zelda... People are it, mad about that one, and I like it. Um, I'm on both sides of the fence because I love the music from Zelda. Zelda has always had the best music. That's true. Now, the music oh, is still so there. Good. Everything's piano-centric. Very simple. Like when you find an item, it plays da 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 da, but it's just like tink 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 tink. It's on a piano and it's uh-huh. real heavily stylized. Um, there's a little bit of battle music. It's real light piano music in the background. It takes place way in the future. All of the magic of the world is gone. The magic that retains, you know, the master swords. The current the current theory is it either yeah. takes place before or after Wind Waker because um, it takes place in the Wind Waker. In the in the if you know the timeline, it's the timeline that Wind Waker takes place in. The that, biggest bullshit timeline I've ever seen in my life. Makes perfect sense to me. So the um, <laughs> so it takes place on the same timeline as Wind Waker. Um, I don't even know if the Master Sword will... I mean, I, it, it's going to play a purpose, but sure. all your other weapons break. This thing's a broken piece of shit. Do you, are you, like, th- that, that's one of the things. They fed you just enough information to make you ask a bunch of questions yeah. about it. Uh, now they've done a really good job. They haven't had any leaks. Well, except for the fact that the carvings on walls, it's a language, and fans have figured out most of those letters. I'll have to look that up. I, I, I don't know if I want to look that up, but we'll I see. I quickly clicked out of it because I don't, I don't think I, I want to be spoiled on that. So. This is like Christmas to me. How do you do that though? I mean, translate a language. Jeremy, you have you to be have way fatter and have way less lives. <laughs> I guess and we're pretty fat. Yes. With, with it requires no qualifying for disability because of your weight. God, <laughs> Jesus. So, so I don't want to ramble on about. I could ramble about Zelda for hours. I could make an entire podcast episode about this game. Yeah, but the bottom line is. The game is a return to form of the original Legend of Zelda. Even the Japanese title even uses the same font that the original Legend of Zelda used in Japan. Does it really? Oh it God. does. You should look that up. It um, it's the first time that a Zelda game in the U.S. has been called the same thing it's called in Japan. Yeah. It's the first time it's been named something besides a plot point or an item in the game. Um, right. Think about Link to the Past. It's a plot point. Ocarina right. of Time. Majora's Mask. The Wind Waker. <laughs> the Twilight <laughs> Princess. Well, it's the not Skyward a Sword, right? Oh, it's not a point. Damn. It's not a plot point, point. Point though. But what would you call the music in this game? The Breath of the Wild. Well, it's more of an overarching concept, concept or feel. Maybe right. it's more about the setting of the game than it is any specific thing, right? Because yeah. they said, you know, we tried using some important items in the game, but nothing felt like it was integral enough to name the game after it, right? And um. So we use the overriding theme instead. That's cool to me. Um, they confirmed some amiibo integration with it with Wolf Link. Yeah, um, they've got three amiibos that they showed. Uh, Wolf Link actually summons Wolf Link from yeah. Twilight Princess to hunt with you, which is interesting. Yeah, because huh. um, it's interesting how do they justify that um, story wise? Uh, I haven't seen that yet. That would be interesting. To, I'm, I'm curious how they do that. Yeah, because we got two links together, thing. right? So. Um, um, but it's man, two different timelines, no less. And you know when they when they talked about it, gosh, probably, damn it, like early last year, and they were talking about Star Fox, and there was that whole thing where they were like, "Well, my game's gonna come out before yours," and we still thought Star Fox and Legend of Zelda were gonna come out last year. They showed the map for Breath of the Wild, and they just it on the Wii U gamepad, and they just kept zooming out. 
and zooming right. out and zooming out and zooming out. Now we know actually how big it is. It is. It's twelve times the size of of uh, Twilight Princess. It's um. I think it was estimated. It's some amount of miles. It's it's really big. Um, yeah, it's That's crazy. It's um. It's really big. There will be towns and things. There was an overriding sense of 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 loneliness in the in the in the demo they showed. Yeah. They said that was by design. The starting area is 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 exiled from the rest of the world on purpose. I mean, obviously Link, a very important person, wakes up there. That's another interesting point. Every other Zelda game, um, Link wakes up and you don't really care about his backstory too yeah. much. It, or, or they kind of give you a snippet of it and say, okay, don't worry about that anymore. Yeah. Just focus on the adventure. This game, Link wakes up and you know that he's someone who's been through a lot. Like, obviously he's he's the hero of time or whatever you call him in this timeline, but he he's the hero of time. Where's he been? Why is he in this slumber? Why is he waking up now? Right. What exactly happened to Hyrule? What's happening? So right. so I think it's going to be really interesting to see what pieces of the story they slowly feed to us as the release gets closer. Right. Um, I'll probably buy this on NX. I'll probably buy an NX for it. I think I'll, I will buy an it. I'm going to buy an NX yeah. because it's a Nintendo. I yeah, think it's going to be um, the last whatever the NX turns buy. out to be. Um, assuming that they launch at the same time, I will buy. I will buy the NX for yeah. it. Um, I'm, I'm expecting it to be a launch title for the NX. Um, they said it will be. But I think. when did they say? Did they give a launch date for it? Um, March. March. Okay. I don't remember the day. Yeah. March. So. But yeah, and then that was pretty much the big thing they talked. To, they talked about it at Nintendo's Treehouse. Yeah. So now, now, Jeremy, you you, you you put in a little point that that Jesus, you you have completely lost any faith in console gaming. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, you I'm, need to I'm talk done. about this, man. He he All just right. said, folks, that could, if, if if didn't pick up on the recorder, he just said. That that's probably going to be the last console he ever buys. I, I do believe the NX Jeremy, talk about it. it. Well, the reason for being is because of the direction of you know the Xbox S and the the PlayStation Four Point Five and Xbox. Well, it's Xbox S is is the smaller one. The Xbox oh, it's, Scorpio. Okay. It's the Xbox Scorpio. My apologies. Um, just just to, sorry. The um, now um, yeah, and Sony's even come out and said we're not sure we're going to do a PlayStation Five. Yeah, you know, and this. Well, what is I mean? Where does the medium go from here? So. We're getting to the point, so when we went from, let's think about where game consoles have been. So, from for every generation before the last couple has been exponential jumps in how things look and play. And So, PS1 to PS2, incredible leap in graphic fidelity. PS2 to PS3, really good. PS3 to PS4 was a less of a jump. Yeah. I'm using Sony as an example because I'm a Sony guy, but point point remains, not that big of a jump. Yeah. Um, Nintendo combats this problem by making their graphics. I'd like to say that they're more timeless. Uh, they don't. Right. They don't generally try to make things look realistic. Um, right. I think this is one reason why people lambasted Wind Waker when it was new because it was cell shaded. Now it's it looks far. It held it far better than <laughs> it does. Say, Twilight it Princess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Twilight Princess is a money mess. But it, regardless. Um, so if PS3 to PS4 was not that big of a jump in graphics, what's PS4 to PS5 going to be? So if, if there's not going to be a big enough jump in, in in graphical fidelity, I think we've pretty much done what we can do with gameplay at this point other than making things bigger. Well, um, I think this is, and, and not to keep coming back to this, but this is where VR comes in. Okay, we've, we've made things look about as good as we can get them. They'll get a little bit better and a little bit better. Right, it's gonna be, but it's not going to be... But it's how can we immerse you now. Right. I agree. I agree. 
I think VR will play an integral role in that. I don't think it's there yet. I think it's too expensive for mainstream adoption. I mean, um, the PlayStation VR... $400 is still a lot. That's more than the console costs. True. But like your still. average consumer, no one's going to buy this for their 10-year-old for Christmas. It's way uh, too expensive. <laughs> well, well, perhaps <laughs> yes. I will, but I don't think... It's not going to be this, this must-have... I mean, at this point, you've put almost yeah. $1,000 into your PlayStation 4. Correct. Right. Because I'll probably buy the new PS4 when it comes out because I'll give my son my regular PS4 and I'll keep the Neo or whatever. Got it. Um, but your average person isn't going to upgrade from the PS4 to the Neo, I don't think. Not your average. Cause, no, we will. We're enthusiasts. But sure. I don't think your average Joe is going to go upgrade it for, for Call of Duty 74 next year. Well, um, the Neo, I don't know. Because the Neo, they wouldn't even talk about. Which was really odd. Because in and, and the... President you think they Sony. would make a deal of it since well, Xbox released all their the stuff. The president of Sony said he was shocked at how much Microsoft talked about the Scorpio. And uh, Phil Spencer talked about the Scorpio, and he said if if a consumer doesn't have a 4K TV, there's really not going to be that much of a reason for them to get the Scorpio. That's what he said. Um, so, and I just haven't been driven to buy a 4K TV yet. I, mean, I think I don't think it's that big of a. I can't really tell that big of a difference in graphical quality. Honestly. Right. It's, so, so I agree with Jeremy that consoles yeah. are not that important anymore. I think, I think, and I and I've seen a lot of people echo this on the internet. I think your best bet going forward is to build yourself a nice PC mm-hmm. and buy a Nintendo console. Right. Yep, absolutely. Um, especially if if com- if if things still happen like or continue to happen like Microsoft releasing all their games for Windows PC. Right. You know that you get your exclusives there. Yeah, you get your exclusives there. Yep. Now, Sony, oh, please, Sony, start doing something like that. Where you know, because if you can do crossplay already, maybe hopefully they can work something out. I don't know. That would be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, probably won't happen, but that's my hope. What it'll, what what's going to have to happen is people are going to have to stop buying consoles because the only reason. That there is a console war is because Sony makes a lot of money out of people from people buying into PlayStation, and Microsoft Microsoft makes a lot of money because of people buying into Xbox, and so they have to compete with each other because they want to make they they want to have more of that market share. But when that market itself shrinks, then the need for them to be exclusive goes away. Now to be clear, the need for them to fight goes away. To be clear, PC is. Is, has not taken over the console market by any stretch. Oh, no. no, not yet. Not yet, but it will. Yeah, um, it will. It's, it's on its way. PC gaming... PC gaming is interesting because it started off f- fair, fairly large, I guess, and it kind of... it kind of like I, I feel like it died a lot in like the, the early 2000s and the late 90s yeah. because yeah. consoles at this time were as powerful as PCs were, or yeah. more powerful in some cases, at least in, in terms of what things looked like when you played them. Right. For the, for the most part. Sure. Um, and then now recently, you can build a really powerful... Com- like, you can build a top-of-the-line computer for fifteen hundred two grand. But you can build a perfectly serviceable computer that can play things that look way better than they look on a, on a modern gen console for five six hundred dollars. 
Sure. Games tend to be a lot cheaper. Things yep. go on sale a lot. Mm-hmm. You've got a gigantic... I mean, you don't have to worry about backwards compatibility on a PC. Nope. Right. Um, you can play any of your old games. Um, yeah. If you're looking at less than legal methods, you can emulate older consoles Absolutely. on there. Yeah, if your morals are um, low. Yeah, you, you've got... Uh, my you've got morals it. are low. Yeah, you, I am morally bad. <laughs> so, you, you have a library. I mean, you can steal games. I mean, modern games. I sure. Mean, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. For, for sure. And, Please um, don't do that. We don't support that at all. Right. I don't want to turn this into a piracy discussion yeah. because some people will support it. Whatever. I don't, I don't want to get into yeah, all that. But. Whatever. Hey, I need to get your hard drive, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I we're, we're running a bit long, so yeah, I kind of wrap it up. It, but. but the um, with when you steal games, you're stealing from a lot of people. When you steal an album, like a music album, you're stealing from like a small room full of dicks. But when you steal from developer wow. from a video game, Man, we just lost as a lot of, of people. You just stole a lot of yeah. you stole money from a lot of. So people. Um, I think in conclusion, we. I mean, what are we talking about today, guys? We're we're playing a couple things, mostly we reality. We talked with our uh, VR and E3 were the big lots things. Lots of VR and lots of V3. Um, I, I rambled about Zelda until I fucking couldn't see straight. So, um, <laughs> Thanks for okay. listening to us, guys. Yeah, guys, you know Man, the drill. Really really appreciate you. it. Yeah, um, you can check us out on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash the Extra Guys Podcast. Um, or is it Extra Guys Podcast? Uh, the Extra Guys. The Extra Guys Podcast. Yes. Yeah, the Extra Guys Podcast. Okay. Uh, Sorry if that's wrong. Uh, you can email us yeah. at um, the extra guys at gmail.com. Is that what it is? Should we publish man. our various gamer tags? And <laughs> I stuff? think we're no. idiots. Let me look at this. Oh, no, I just no, thought about man. this. You see, see, this is what happens when we go to a bi-weekly format. We forget. It's like, the extra guys podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, I'm I just looking at my phone at the email address. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme yeah. self marketing. Yeah. Of course we're. Of course we're on. I don't know where you're listening to us at, but we're on SoundCloud. Um, we're on iTunes. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please subscribe. You'll immediately get the new episode as soon as I upload it. Um, please leave a feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Any feedback is welcome. Email us some questions. That email, that email is set very dry. Um, it has. Send some, send some questions, and we'd love to ask, answer uh, listener questions on air. Um, so for the extra guys, I'm John. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Max. And you guys have a good evening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, Neil.